Hello and welcome guys to another episode of the Chris and Stevie show. Obviously I'm here with Stevie, I'm here with Trent. Hello. How are you doing guys? Very good. Sunburn mate. Why you tan? Why you new tan? A little bit dusty. The barley tan. Trent, you've got a wee bit about you as well. Yeah, it's natural there. I was told it wasn't the best weather. No, but it was no, the first cut of days. You first still cut of days. Sunrise, didn't you? Uh, first cut of days was alright. For everyone that hasn't been to Bali before, because must remember a lot of our listeners are from the British Isles and may not have been to Bali. Uh-huh. Uh, their Bali, I'm, I'm assuming, is a Falaraki or a Mallorca or something like that. Probably oh, not yeah. that good. Mallorca, I used to run that place. Right. Do my favourite about Trent. Give the listeners a little bit of a, a flavour. Yeah, a bit of a flavour what, what Bali's like. So. Uh, you rock up, you can smell the place when you get out Ooh, of the plane. What can right? I smell? It's the humidity. It's hard to describe, but it's uh, the humidity that comes with the place. Uh, the people are lovely. They're the nicest people. Uh, everything is, if you want it to be, is very cheap. You know, a 15-minute motorbike ride to the airport is three bucks, you know, as, as an Uber, for example. Can I just jump in and see the prices, Chris? 70 cents a Magnum. Mm. In the wee supermarket. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 35 pence. Yep. Ice cream? I am Magnum ice cream. Oh, come on. Caramel. We're getting stung $5 want, here. Man. I got an almond one. Yeah. Um, the other, the other hour and a half, hour and a half quality, quality me, massage. Not not the ones you're, not the happy ending. Honestly. Honestly. My, dad, my dad's listening to this. No, it's a quality. Quality massage, I'm hour and a half. I'm will be in the back seat. I'm sick of you threatening him. I seen my nice story on Instagram. The wee man kicking the bobbies. Is that your old man? That's my dad. That must be so. Oh, I can see where the first touch comes from. <laughs> horrendous, yeah. horrendous. Charlene's putting pictures on Instagram. Charlene's Chris's wife, who's currently in Scotland. Uh, seen pictures of like she's. Is we going to do a meet and greet? I can't remember. It was like a selfie. I can't remember it, but you can see your old man just in the background. Yeah, got a few bob. Old man, has he? Ah, well, you know. Is he? You come for money, Chris? Ah, I don't come for money. money. No. Where's he stay? You put me in a spot here. Where's he stay? Castlehead. I've never even heard that. Where's that? Well. It's the it's the outer skirts of Paisley. Is that? Aye. Paisley? Oh. I know. Maybe no then. Sorry. Listen, certainly never came for money, no, you train. And uh, but uh, but listen, on a serious note, should we call you Mike? Uh, the photographs that my that Charlene has uh, sent through and uh, and that I've been sent with, with a wee man playing football was at a party. Seen him having a kick about when he's in the back garden. Uh, Great. There was, there was there was one where. Um, my, my dad, I was on the phone with my dad and he said to me, um, I want to take him to escape because he's not seen aye, him. Aye. So they went to take him to escape, aye. took him to bowling. Ski slope, mate. And uh, aye, mate, just, my, I think Leo has just fell in love with my dad, no? So, aye, aye, brilliant. great. Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, Bali. Anyway, Bali. That was exciting. So, yeah. Oh, no way, man. Guys just spilled his heart out about his Sunday's exactly. old man. No. Ain't he for that? You can tell. It's the sort of place where if you want to get all those cheap clothes, the, the knockoff bags, the knockoff shirts, anything Is that where you, you get want. Shot from? Yep. Anything you want. The Louis Vuitton down to the the football strip, you can get it at a cut cut throat oh. price. Uh, you can, Or you can also go to fantastic clubs, the beach bars, the beach clubs are it's, world famous it's a great place man lots yeah. it's all villas you're in the middle of rice fields a lot of the time you can be two minutes outside of the of Seminyak or Kuda and you can see rice fields and cows and chickens around running just around so everywhere. poor though it's beautiful the ocean's beautiful fantastic. place lovely people but the place is, is such a I, sound like, I don't want to sound disrespectful it's so it's like a dump it's just a dump it's a little bit of a dump it's horrible mm. at times great, but great it doesn't feel clean great food uh, the noodles are good, mate. <laughs> yeah. The pot noodle. Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't say that the food is a highlight. It's nah. so the highlight would be good time with the boys. Uh, Even at Villa. 
The villas are, are, are we fantastic. private villa we had for four days, man. Yeah, you, you go yeah, with the so private who, villa. So who yeah. was all there? So who was in the Me, villa? Trent, Jack, it's Songy. Oh, oh that is the boys. Songy. You know, you're waking up with Songy, he's having a dip in the pool, he's flicking the hair back and that. Was he doing a little bit of yoga in the morning as well? No, oh, but yeah. you know what? It was just certainly the setting for it, wasn't it? Yeah. You it remember? is, yeah. So Bali is pretty much the epicentre of yoga. Uh, oh, it's um, in the world. unbelievable. So you've got that vibe. I do, I do know. I just wasn't there with you guys. Quick story. We had the first, Trent wasn't there the first night. I was there the first night he came uh, the next morning. So I'm in, until Trent and the boys in my villa arrive on a Friday morning, I'm staying in Charlie's villa. Charlie, for anybody that listens, is a stag. Cracking boy. Um, So I'm in Charlie's villa. He's got a spare single bed. It was a kid's bed in his room. He's like, you can just sleep in that for night. I was like, oh, magic, mate. Then when the boys come, I'll go to my villa. So anyway, I have the first night in Mexico. Fantastic, man. Places swarming with the good stuff. Mm. Um, but high, high quality? Aye, oh aye, aye, aye. But at the same time, go to remember it's Leavers weekend, so it was about put a bit of damper on it. Like, mm. God almighty. But um, <laughs> to be 22 again. 18. Aye, aye. 15, bro, it's a summer. But anyway, <laughs> ridiculous, man. But uh, aye, had a great first night. Everybody was out, everybody's on form. You know, it's like first night, everybody goes for it. It's brilliant. So I, got, I wake up a following morning, right? And then. Um, Char- I could hear Charlie and I was already doing a stair, Charlie and a few other boys' face. <laughs> so I got something like I was doing a stair, and the, the, the wee Balinese people want around cleaning. They're, they're just a wee kind of, how do you describe them? Yeah, they're housekeepers. How, uh, housekeepers, are they're just, so I was surprised, I didn't know where you go around this villa. So I said, say, Charlie, who are these, what are they doing? He said, oh, they're just cleaning up, they'll, they'll be here about three o'clock, but they don't, they don't, they'll ask you if you want a tea or coffee and that, and then whatever, but they won't annoy you. Right? Uh, so, and you don't, you barely remember they're there. So anyway. Then I went in the kitchen, kitchen area. You know these villas are like, they're kind of outdoorsy, but mm. it's you're just undercover, but it's outdoorsy. It's like an alfresco. Aye, exactly that, yeah. aye. And there's a boy sitting, I don't know the boy, because I want him a Charlie's schoolmates and that, there's a boy sitting and get his hair braided. Off a Balinese woman, right? <laughs> braided. Right, and I'm, I'm going... What time is this? It's <laughs> half nine in the morning. After the first night, there's a boy getting his hair braided. person? And I goes, what's, I says, what, what, what's happening there? What's he doing? Oh, he's getting his, and Charlie, oh, he's getting his hair braided, as if that's normal. <laughs> I started laughing, what's going on, my hair braided. So again, I'm looking at him, sure enough, he's sitting there with a straight face, the wee mirror in front of him, getting the woman's doing his hair, braids. Oh, so I'm all right. Do you reckon so she's offering it? Offering no, it, or he's asked for it? No, he went on Facebook and found her and t- messaged her and she arrived at the villa. <laughs> Typical ballet, it's so easy, you can just get <laughs> yes. it somewhere. It's a normal, it's the sort of thing you see a 10 year old girl come back with from Aye, Bali, with, with the family. So anyway, I don't know, I, didn't, I wanted to say, you doing this for a joke and a laugh or something, or you seriously wanting this done, but I, I just left it, I don't know, boy, I will. So anyway. Sat for about half an hour, says, look boys, I'm going to nip down to the shop, it's only a 20 second, 20 second walk, you know, the shop, get some stuff, um, been doing the shop, I was feeling a bit rough, and this is when I seen the Magnums, I was like, oh, fuck, you just go on Magnum, it was like 9 Aye. in the morning, but I didn't care, you're on holiday, I was like, I'm going to get a Magnum. It's the one time you can have a Magnum before that. Aye, aye, no questions asked, man, so I was like, alright, I'll get a Magnum, especially at that price, so I walked back to the villa, I got other things as well, so I sat in the sun lounger, I was having a Magnum, right? This boy's just finished getting his hair braided and the wee Balinese woman's left, right? So another boy, Matt, gets up out of his bed, literally three, four minutes later, and he walks out into the kitchen area, but we're all sitting, I'm in the sun lounge next to the pool, and Matt goes, fucking hell, Steve, is that an ice cream? And I goes, Matt, I mean, there's a boy there sitting with his hair braided. I mean, you've totally bit disregard. I mean, the weird thing here is I'm sitting with a magnum. I mean, he's got his hair braided sitting in the kitchen, and you've totally ignored that. Oh. Unbelievable, man. And he kept it the rest of the holiday, no? We even actually met him in the airport on the flight, and he's still sitting with the braids in. <laughs> did, he, did he have the little beads at the end? No. No. Oh, he decided not that. to go no, with the beads. Oh, brilliant. The funny thing is, but you, like you said that there, it's a. Uh, it was like, as normal as maybe getting a coffee. Yeah. Like, how are you not getting tea? So like, I, I just like coffee. It's like it was like, as normal as that. Uh, it was the just, guy. just why that boy woke up and picked on me for having an ice cream. Is that an ice cream, Stevie? I mean, it's 
I have a look around yourself. There's a guy sitting here. His hair's just been braided, man. You know you're a good storyteller when you can make people laugh with a PG story, oh, especially given the non, non-PG you know stories that were available on the holiday. Obviously, to the listeners, they, they, they can't see Stevie's face, but you, your storytelling <laughs> is so much better because we can see yeah, the expression. It, it's the expression. Yeah. I say that at the time with the boy. I, I, I said, I'd say, I said, Matt, he's sitting with his hair braided and all the other boys like started laughing because they realised how and then they kind of go where I was comfortable. Like, I know he's, the weird thing here that Stevie's sitting with ice cream and he's sitting with his hair braided the, the first morning after the big night out. Mm. What well, well, summed up the weekend? To, to wake up in the morning, right, in any, any hotel and go, I'll probably get a coffee and I'll get a wee bit of breakfast. Nah, massage. I might, I might head down and get a massage because I'm in Bali and it's only ten dollars for an hour. And I might head down there, but he's woke up and went. I feel like getting my hair. Oh, I, I, I know. And I want to go to You know what it means? It means he's he's been thinking about it before going <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to Bali. Listen, Aye. we've got to know who he is. We do. If Charlie's listening. I can't remember his name. Oh, terrible. Let's do you know what? He's old man for drum chow. I see. He told me that first night that my old man's for drum chow. I was like, you're joking. Is that where it puts? He's like, oh, I don't know. No, I mean, you get all excited and instantly deflated when they do. So, what, what did you tell me that for? I was like, we'll text them, find out, me. I. So, he did show me a text next morning for Summerhill. Summerhill. Uh, you know Summerhill? Um, uh, where is that again? Doing beside Peel Glen and that. It's aye, um, aye. all a safe about my mum and Dusty. Okay, okay. I've got a few mates now. He's got a I'm a Scottish. No, I'm Italian, I've told you that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, uh, what a weekend. <laughs> Trent had all my man in. History of Bali to have four massages in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Few questions need to be answered there. Yeah. Um, Let's just say I was very relaxed. Went to, f- went to Finn's Beach Club. Nice establishment. Service was pretty poor, Trent. Right? Was and it was raining. It was, it was, it was one of those things where, if you can imagine, it's so humid and so warm, I, even when it's raining and it's not no that bad, cold. But it's just better when it's not raining. It's just strange. When, yeah. when um, when, Trent, when you go into a massage parlour, right? Mm. Can you tell us? What you ask for? Well, it depends what type of massage parlor you're in. So, well, if okay, you're in one of the higher quality ones where you're paying maybe $20 per hour. We paid $16, $17 for an hour. Yeah. Which to people buy games like a tenner for yeah. a full body man. In a legit place. If you're in a legit place, it's just right? like being at home, you go have that and they're very professional. Here's your water. Ah, but when you go in, but are you asking for a full body? Are you asking for a bit of Yeah, traditional body? massage, but I went for the Thai massage. The Thai? Yeah, there's no oil, but they do a lot more stretching, which I need given my lack of dexterity, as you guys would know. I just love, I just love this guy. Uh, so but much. if you're not in the high quality ones, and again, and if, and you know, so the, the high quality ones are open from 10 till 6 or 6 30, uh, right? right? You might want to massage at 9 at night. It's the it's the happy ending ones that only them that are available at nine pm at night. Now, have have you entered that establishment? Many before? times, yeah. <laughs> yes. I've never gotten the full service, oh, but they do. Boy. What happens is they will they will there will four or five of these little young girls. Well, they might be old as well. They will be. <laughs> they'll obviously be. <laughs> There'll be the come, come here, oh, come on, yeah. come have yeah, a massage. Just keep in mind you're on Channel Nine every other week, yeah. right? Uh, and you know, if you are, if you can, <laughs> se- se- seven bucks, maybe four, four pound for for an hour. You go in there, and straight away they they are hammering you. Come on, you want you want this, you want that. And you're like, nah, mate, I want to. I just want my fucking hamstrings rubbed. Honestly. <laughs> I got a sore calf from the weekend. You, you imagine uh, that last you get up the road, twelve o'clock at night. I don't believe what happened. Aye, aye. I've got about twenty guys coming and asking for the same thing, and this guy's coming and went. Any chance you can rub my hamstring? The guy for Channel Nine came in, and he's um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they would probably look oh, at me and go, boy. "This is a low value client here, and they want me in and out straight away." So the quality of the massage is clearly nowhere near the standard. They clearly don't have the required 
qualifications to be providing those services uh, but you know uh, they're there is it true that you're no longer um part of the channel nine news i heard that you're too good for it now ah no i definitely am um <laughs> on the channel i'm still part of the team but sure? uh Wow, have you, what have you heard? No, I thought um, CNN had uh, <laughs> got you got you involved because of this podcast. Well, the international your, uh, well, your, correspondent. Your, 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 um, your profile is certainly skyrocketed. Up another level. Skyrocketed. I thought CNN had been in touch because CNN have contacted me and you regarding aye, aye, aye. sports section. Pierce Morgan DM'd me the other day, actually. Did he, aye? Right. Oh, I, would, I would tell him to bolt, but... Um, but aye, I know what you mean. Um, I just thought maybe they contacted you as well. No, no, but we had, a, well, we, had a, we had a great weekend, wasn't it? It was brilliant, man. Fantastic. Brilliant, man. Yeah, it was, you know, it was good know. to be back in Bali after COVID and stuff. thing that you regret? That you weren't there, mate. I, I'm, and it's not a regret. It's, it's, a, cl- it's a very uh, clear disappointment. I think it was better that he wasn't there. Do you think you'd have a better time if I was there? No, we would have had a better time if you were there. We would have stayed at past 12 if he came in. Probably, yeah. Half 12, he'd have been you'd have had a better time if I was there with you? Ah, uh, possibly. I don't know. Oh, that's I don't a, know. That's, there you go. Possibly. It's just disappointment, mate. Well, I think the last time Make, make sure it doesn't happen again. You um, obviously we just mentioned Challenge of Scotland. So you, have, no you have got what's known as an empty. Ah, uh, boys, I've got an empty for now two and a half weeks. Ballpark figure at that weekend in own. How many birds were in the house? 14. 14 birds. Unbelievable. Mm. What did you have? I, I, I took 16. Well, had you? Had you come into my house? <laughs> oh, I was sorry. I was oh, I fourteen. Fourteen. There, there was a fifteenth, but she didn't pass the the grade, so I parked it out. So <laughs> slept so, on the street. <laughs> no, I managed to get an Uber home, but yeah. she turned up. She chapped the door, and I says to listen, hen, ten out of ten only. <laughs> Shocking it, man. Uh, here, man. listens enough. Three, three stone overweight. <laughs> so, I know. Four actually. Four. Hell to a scandal. We need a haircut. It's, it's listen, guys. Don't worry. I'm, 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 I'm getting. Tom's running out, Christopher. Pre-season is is coming in very quickly. I have signed up for the gym and I've been a few times. That's Jim good who? to know. Gym kid. <laughs> what did you think of the Nandos, by the way? Were they sufficient? Or lower quartile? Well, first and foremost, I think we need to explain to the listeners that we asked for a particular order. I know. But and it wasn't it available. It got changed a few times. Aye. And then it got to a point where it was like, we weren't going to get halloumi, we weren't going to get this, we weren't going to get that, and it was just chicken and chips. And then I thought to myself, he's not going to just get me four tenderloins, he's going to get me some more. I'm a big boy. Four tenderloins. There's a lot of chips. You said you just, uh, you just give me as much chip, chicken and chips as possible. Well, you gave me a lot. You actually, a lot of chips. No, you actually gave me the exact portion that I probably ordered because it was a half between me and Stevie, uh-huh. and you also took some as well. Did you like the chocolate mousse? The chocolate mousse was probably the best thing about it, and it was just mm. the fact that it was a 10 cents out of Coles, and you only bought, you bought one bottle of Coke. This is, this is a poor, this is a poor uh, start. You know, it did cost a hundred bucks. There's no so way that cost a hundred. But when you consider yeah. all the money spent massages in Bali, and you can see why we're well, You've been shortchanged here. Yeah. But see another thing just before we go about Bali. Um, the next time we go to Bali, when when may it be? Next November. It's always November after the nah, end of the season. Nah, no November. No very well like that. You want it? October's the best. Well, all I can say is from North Perth, we always go. Start, it normally starts in the, November. The, but well, I know, but the, the season always ended in September, so you kind of go October and the weather. Yeah, you got, you got your awards. And all that, you yeah. oh, know. Well, boys, I'll be there. No, you won't. Fuck off. But anyway, listen, we've got loads to talk about. I've got no hope anymore with you. Tons. Big we'll story. Talk about football, hey? Biggest story to go uh, 24 hours since uh, Michael Beale has been appointed New Rangers manager. Obviously, Van Bronckhorst a week ago was uh, given his marching orders. Does he have to get paid out or anything? He was paid out, aye. Of course, he was sacked, so. Well, I don't but know. Not just him, but also his backroom team, the assistant, etc. Yeah, so coach and whoever else. There's a few million. It was about what you think around about three, four. Don't know. Aye, reportedly, I mean, nobody, nobody knows. Aye, of reportedly, around three, exactly. four million. But it's but not going to be ten. And it won't well, be. I reckon it's always less than what we think. 
Aye. Do you reckon they have some sort oh, of agreement? It's always less than that. Even with the whole Champions League money, oh, 60, 50, 40 money, it's never that. I, I say that much, but it's never that. The media just put money on this every year. Remember this time next year, mate, when it was the top of the Champions League money, it'll be 70 million now, 60 million. It's went up every year. Just, they used to, early 2000s, it used to just be 20, 30 million. About 2007, 2008. Things got a lot more commercial these no, days. No, I know, but, two th- I know but, it's, and it, but even back then, it probably wouldn't have been 20, 30 million, Trent. It's probably less than that. And it goes up 40. No, it's 50. No, it's a 60 million windfall. It goes up all the time. So you don't know. But obviously, whatever it was, they go up paid. They had to be paid because it had to happen. I think Van Bronckhorst, you kind of look through his whole year with with bitterness because, like I said many times before, he's got to say he's given me the the best memories I've ever had of being a Rangers fan getting that UEFA Cup, uh, Europa League final. Uh, Obviously, winning the Scottish Cup for the first time in 10 years. Getting us into the Champions League. Um, he, he's got a few um, things you should. What do you see, Taifa? But domestically, um, has he ridden on the curtail? That can of continue. Gerard? Um, has he contributed anything to this? No, nah, I wouldn't say so because Gerard had lost his first two games in that Europa League. And listen, Gerard was massive for us in Europe. He took, he gave us massive strides in Europe as well. But I don't think we'd have got to the Europa League final if Gerard remained in charge. I do think we'd have won the league, but I don't think we'd have. Um, we'd have does Van Bronckhorst get sacked if Ange never went to Celtic? Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know because he that Van Bronckhorst it's impossible to answer because if they never get Ange, they might get somebody better, they might get somebody worse. Who knows? I know that, that, that's Who a hard knows? question to answer. But I think Gio's fault was that um, he's obviously went into this season, um, he's just won a Scottish Cup, he's got to um, European final, he's obviously lost his probably two best players um, in Aribo and Bassi. Probably made a big a, a big mistake, I think, in no recruiting maybe a, a new goalkeeper, maybe no recruiting maybe a, Aye, a, a few a few players to strengthen. I know, I know that there was players that were that were, that were recruited and everything else. I'm, I'm well aware of that, uh, but I just don't think they were su- suitable for for what Rangers were requiring, especially getting into the Champions League. But I also think as well, and you'll know better than me, Stevie, is that I just think that a lot of Rangers fans were just unhappy about the ways we're playing. It's one, it's one thing backing your gaffer and backing the players and being, you know, supportive for the team that you've loved all your life. But you know, a lot of fans would have turned up at Ibrox and away away fixtures and just watching team just going through the motions. And mate, I've been there, I've done it, mate. It's not the best thing. There's times when it clicked and there's times when it never clicked. Like, uh, but it was starting to get to the point where it wasn't clicking more often. It was clicking. I mean, there's time. I mean, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Actually, get We played Aberdeen and battered them at home, and it was probably our best performance. But that's what you need most weeks, ninety percent of the time. Whereas we were probably doing it thirty percent of the time, and uh, there was no, it wasn't sustainable to keep churning out the mediocre performances and still expect to win a title race. It's not going to happen. You're going to get found out. But I believe before the St Mirren game, his last game in charge, you text me and says we drink a score will be, and I said one each. You you actually got it spot on. One each. So you actually um, got it spot on. So uh, he's gone now. Um, I don't think I think he's I think he would be a decent manager in another country. I don't think Scottish football is suited to him. I think we played too slow. And passive Scottish football bring you. Sco- Scottish football is 100 miles an hour. What's that? What does Bill bring you? Will be easy on the eye. Um, it might not be right away. Might not be this season. But I think if um, once he gets time to get ready, get. I mean, look, there's going to be a revolving door this summer. There's going to be a massive turnaround in the squad. Uh, uh, the players, um, a lot are going to go. A lot need to come in. Does he bring and players? Time to implement. But I'll tell you what, he'll be. He already know what he's going to do. Yeah. Like I said, we, we were talking about Chicago when he was coming here. He was a guy that this is how I'm going to do it. And what we thought was a negative at the time, 
probably turned out to be a positive for him because he had a blank canvas. Mm. He had all the, the end of an area players like Christie, Edward and that all out. Etc. Obviously there was a few others there as well. And he knew exactly what type what, what, his, what his fullbacks were what he and he knew everything about his team. I think that's a guy Mike, the type of guy Michael Beale is. He's, he's very passionate about his football. He's been a He's done work in South America, he's actually learned different languages, he talked to different players and I say tell the guy he is, I think he lives and breathes the game and he knows how he wants his teams to play and obviously we I'm coaching, the way, some of the best football I've played in my lifetime was under his coaching when Gerard was there uh, for a spell, uh, we were flying, so it's obviously there's some negativity among certain Rangers fans and fans in general, I mean you expect all for Celtic fans, it wouldn't matter who we appointed and, and Rangers look, fans stay the that, same. That is part of the the allure of, of, of managing or playing for Celtic and Rangers. Rangers could go out right now and sign Ronaldo, right? Just hypothetically. <coughs> but there'll be positives and negatives. It does it's just it's just a way of the land. Rangers could have went out and get a top European manager, a glamorous foreign guy, right, who was highly thought of, like like they did with Paul Gwynn back in the day, who was it was a massive name. And um, everybody, well, we know how it ended up, but at the time there wasn't anybody in Scotland who wasn't thinking, wow. Not exactly. Wow. And, um, and we could have done that again. And obviously, when I was on Twitter and stuff browsing the last few days, you see that Michael Beale was just about to be appointed and he's agreed terms and they've gave permission and blah, blah, blah. And you go into the comments and you've got Celtic fans going, yes. And I think. It wouldn't matter who we appointed, you have got to it's take him in. And Rangers fans do the that, same. Mate. Oh, exactly, mate. If we go into comments and say, yes, this is this is this is actually good news well, for us, it's so predictable, you know what they're trying to do. And you remember being at training that night when Poster Coglu was appointed, and me and you were, were, were doing the warm-up. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just total and utter, who is this guy? Imagine, uh, imagine getting this guy. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. but see if you're a... If you're a, a, a decent guy and you're actually listening to what's coming on, at the end of the day, you've got to give these guys a chance. And, well, you know, I think this is something that... Um, well, I was going to touch on is that the Rangers fans, a lot of them are going, ah, oh, he's no experience and oh, he's, 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 he's new in this demise game, he's no experience. What experience did Walter Smith have? Now, I'm not for one second saying he's going to be as good no, as Walter Smith. Not, I know, but I know but what you mean. What experience did Walter Smith have? Graham Souness, Stephen Gerrard, all these guys. What experience did then Paul Gwynn have on the flip side? <laughs> exactly. Years and years with Leon. Massive success in Leon. Yeah. When Leon were a powerhouse in that week and and, and the Champions League, they, were, they, they were a they nightmare were, to play they against. Were, they, were a, they were a good team. Um, so it, it it, it, you never know how it's going to work. You never know. Look, obviously, um, I think what and I'm, and this is my opinion on it because obviously you're going to take over, but he's an exci- I think he's an exciting appointment. I think a lot of Rangers fans predominantly will be excited because. He's going to probably bring, like you said, and you know, good football to the club. That's what the, the, the fans want to see their players playing attractive football and winning the, the sort of right way. Um, he knows most, if not all, the players that are already there. They know how he operates. He's got great stock. I mean, obviously, um, I'm really assuming here that Trent uh, doesn't know this, but I was reading the day that you know he, he played with Charlton and then he got an injury. Um, I yeah, don't know anything about his playing career right, to be honest. Well, well he was with Charlton and then um, I think his career ended with, when he was 21 with an injury um, used the money that he had obviously been getting uh, for, for Charlton uh, to open up a, a Brazilian academy in London um, I think he did that for a few years and then I think he then got a job um, if my memory serves me right at Chelsea uh, as like a, a part-time under-13s coach and then he's worked his way through 
uh, until he got to a certain level and I think he went to Liverpool did exactly the same thing went to Rangers went to Villa took on the job of QPR so if you look at that regardless if it's a Celtic appointment or a Rangers appointment or anybody you've got to give the guy a, a, a lot of credit for taking that on there will be people out there that will look at it and go like you said um, he's got no experience what happens if he goes six games in a row and he doesn't get a win it's highly unlikely but that could happen to the best of them and all and I think that a lot of Rangers fans have got to be optimistic <laughs> about this appointment the only thing I would say though is that Rangers are going through and, I've, and I will say it from time and time again surely they're going to recycle some players need to. they've got Listen, to Michael and, Beale and the way, they've, got the, that. they've got the best opportunity now to go right we'll get a goalie in We'll, we'll get somebody to help Tavernier. We'll move on some players that have been here that have done it and it's maybe just past their expiry date and we'll refresh the squad up. You know, of course you want your Steve Davises and your Arfields and your Morelos and your Kents to still be the best players in the park but sometimes you've got to learn to go, do you know what, we need to move these guys on at the right time to benefit the team and I do believe that Bill will get the opportunity to maybe go into January and cool. go, listen. Bill's first com- conversation with the Rangers board with the players and what he wants to do. I mean, 100%. There's, there's no way they're going to be telling him, nah, we're, we're still going to hang on to this guy and we're still keen and giving him a, a, another contract or whatever. Bill, uh, he knows the size of this job and the pressure that's, uh, that's on. He's under a microscope now, that's how, it, that's how it goes. So, if you're going to take a job at this and you're going to go under a limelight like this, you want things to be done the right way, your way. You would never go and take a job at, uh, like this otherwise. So, I'd, I'd like to think when he sat down with Rangers board, and he, he knows the moans and groans of the Rangers fans. He was up at Ibrox a few weeks before. Yeah. And he, would, he was in the pub, actually. He was in the, the Loudon the room. The Rangers fans, pretty much. A lot of people got photos now. So he, he, he'd be well aware of what the fans' concerns were and what the moans were for this season. And obviously, being a football guy himself, he, he would have been able to watch and assess. He's probably watched Rangers multiple times this season and seen what the problems were. There's no way on earth he's taking the job without knowing that there needs to be a big... A recycling job right, massive massive overhaul and I that, that's what Rangers are screaming out for just get us to the end of the season I don't expect much action in January a few bits and bobs maybe alone here or there um, but I expect a massive work to be done in the I summer think if, he, if he can get his foot under the table and he's he only got three weeks to and, he, the and squad. He, can, he can get his ideas across I think even as a Celtic fan I think players We'll, we'll, we'll take that on board I think I think players like to be coached players like to have a leader and I think that if he comes in he's obviously got good stock but I think the word that we're looking for is he is meticulous mm. would that mm-hmm. be right? Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? You're the word. For, for what we hear about him aye and from my perspective there is absolutely nothing more as a player when I used to play for a team I used to love how organised my coach was I used to love the sessions he would put on um, not saying that it kind of worked the other way but I just think that it's a it's a win-win for Rangers because he's a modern day manager he want to prove himself he'll have aspirations to probably manage in England as well whether that be in three, four, five years time he's already been up there he knows the way it is and I think it's a bit of a win-win but like you know mate things can happen in a heartbeat he might go six months Celtic might be 15-20 points clear I'm not saying that is the case I'm not predicting that and then things can change but mate, listen whatever happens between now and the end of the season certainly it isn't on him it doesn't fall on his shoulders there's, there's no way he can be held responsible for what happens between now and the season I mean listen we're still waiting for performances in all firm games we we kind of we crumble the way we did a couple of times under, under Van Bronckhorst um, it's unacceptable especially against Celtic to, to perform or that so in terms of certain performances and, and their attitude yes we're, we're looking 
for better, but in I suppose there's two domestic cups up there for so but in terms of the league, I'm not expecting anything to to change in the very little time he's got. He's got half a season to turn that run with players, a squad there that's no and are still players injured and <sighs> aye, aye. you've then so got the you've then got the is Kent going to sign a pre contract, is Morelos going to sign a pre contract and these are these things that, you know, he's going into that he'll need to organise as well as on the playing field. Aye. So uh, this, this they should be planning for next season already. Mate, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the board said to him, Look, it's obviously unacceptable not to ever think that you can win a league title. You've still got to give it your all, but you're probably looking at going, you know what, this season in particular, I mean, the league might be a write-off. Yep, we want you to improve and we want you to get as close as you can to Celtic and who knows, Celtic might have a bit of a bad bad thing. But Between now and the next All-Film game, Rangers can't lose a sing- or drop a single point. And there's a lot of They can't drop a single games. point. We've got Hibs the first game back. Hibs, Hibs away. Hibs at home, Aber- is it? Hibs at home. Hibs at home. Aberdeen away. Aye, so... And then I think these are away... Before no, I, before you're back at home. If we were to win every it. single game without drawing a point, this is quite far fetched. But if I mean, obviously, it can be done, and then we win the whole film game at Ibrooks. I'm going to assume that you won't drop any points either. I'll take it down to six. Then it becomes realistic. Do I still think it would happen? No, but then at least you've got something to but keep you interested. In. All right, here we go. We're kind of one fat half back in this here. Let's see what we can do. We, all it takes is a couple of draft points or Celtic, we win that game and it's 24, and then you never know what could happen, but again, Aye, I don't there, expect it, I think it's too far-fetched, and I, I don't want to expect too much of them, although Rangers fans will, mark my words. And I just hope that Celtic can not rest <coughs> in the laurels, because you know I know how Ange operates, and obviously we watched them over in Australia, where you know the performances were relatively okay, but it was more of a, let's give the fans a little bit of a... What was the story about a Super Cup? I didn't, I seen still pictures of one, I didn't see any highlights, nothing to take any interest in it, obviously, but the attendances looked pretty deplorable and stuff. I expected well, better, I expected maybe a, a carnival, a well, festival, like... Well, based on, you know, the, the, the Celtic pages that I follow on Twitter and stuff, I think there was certainly a party, I mean, if you were in Sydney that weekend and you were a... Uh, oh, I, 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 still I, had a good yeah, time. I, th- I think no, no, no. Even if you were just a, a, a an average guy who isn't even a football fan, I think you would have known that Celtic were in town. But mm. I, I, I think if if maybe the tournament had more uh, teams, maybe if Rangers were there, maybe if it was a a, a Chelsea, but I don't know. Maybe maybe the stadium would be, would be more fuller. Mm. But I think the section that Celtic got, they filled it pretty much. But to <coughs> me. Even even if Rangers did go, it was a spectacle for it was really for Celtic to go out there. It's a mid a mid season training camp. Mm. It gives Ange the opportunity to take the players over to where you know he was, show the team off, a bit of exposure, um, and then um, and then go from there. Just before so. we move on, Trent. Sorry, I was just a Michael Beale thing. Obviously, big friend of ours, big friend of the show, Jack Clark. We had on big a few episodes ago. Well QPR fan, QPR fan. He was we were just on here a few weeks ago to talk about how well Michael Beale was doing and what he expects. Correct, that's right. We forgot. So, uh, now. Felt a bit bad for him because it was. He texts me and goes in any news on Michael. I mean, he fully expected him to go as soon as Van Bronckhorst had sat. And I said, but I you, don't know. I don't want to be so sure. But he called it and he was right. I well, he expect he does expect some compensation off you. So, um, <laughs> I mean, listen, Jack is. Um, I know a lot of QPR fans are bad, but he as I says, he meant he wishes him well. He understands uh, when a job that size and a bit of club that size can be faced you kind of need to take it and go for it so uh, but I, I did feel a bit sore even through the weekend in Bay I was expecting them maybe the announcement to get made you were hoping uh, weren't you you told yeah. me you were hoping so, <laughs> you could, so you could throw it in his face I knew it was good I would never Disgrace. do that I would never do that um, <laughs> but aye here we go World Cup can we talk about the World Cup of course can we, we can talk, we can talk about anything you want Trent I'm absolutely excited. anything 
we, you want. You know what I would uh, thought we'd start with a bit of a game. Oh, a game about the World Cup. About the World Cup. Yeah, Should I, I want to talk to. Well, obviously, it's the global game. It's a game that uh, where nations come together to represent their com- country, and there's a lot of national pride, and that's yep. what gets a lot of the small countries over the line when you think about what's been achieved by, you know, your your, your Ghana, your Saudi Arabia, your Australia's recently. Um, a lot of the people would explain that not as being talent, but as just being absolute grit. Uh, one thing I found interesting was an infographic I saw recently that talked to the teams, so the, the, the countries, and the amount of players they have in each of their squads that were not actually born in the country they are representing at the World Cup. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, thought I, would, uh, I thought I would ask you a couple of fun questions, mm-hmm. I guess. Of course. Let's keep uh, it fun because uh, I am running away with it in the quiz. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first question I wanted to ask was, of the 32 countries in the World Cup, uh-huh. which country has the most players in their squad that were not born in that country? Probably Australia. We must be up there, surely. They've always got a team a of Europeans, haven't pre- they? Pre- pre- I'd say that's a pretty good guess. I'd say that maybe... I don't know why I'm thinking about Poland. I'm thinking Poland's because of Germany. Germany. Ah, yeah, the, the players um, who are good, but no good enough to in the German squad. So they go to Poland. Be any players in, in the African countries? I could be wrong, but I mean, I think Australia. Right, so like Stephen good thinks choice. Australia. You think Poland, Chris? Are we close? No, neither of you are close. The country with the most wash-ins, you might call it, is Morocco. Morocco, out of their 26-man wow. squad, have wow. 14. Players who were not born in Morocco, and these are players from Spain, Canada, France, Germany, the Netherlands, Italy. Really? Yep, uh, I would they never have got fourteen. That. I would never have got that. Uh, Tunisia have twelve. Tunisia, Senegal have twelve. <laughs> Qatar have ten. Wales have. Uh, this is an interesting one. I think they have ten or eleven. Australia is at I think about nine. Wow, uh, that's a, that's and a shock. the country with the least ring-ins, England. Belgium, the only player in their squad is Amadou Onana. By the way, what a player, man. Is he? Oh, mate, this boy is, I'd say he's about six foot four, mate, ran the show for the 20 minutes that I watched. But nah, mate, honestly, mate, centre midfielder, brilliant player, brilliant player. A couple more questions. Of course. course. Which country has the most players who were born in France not playing for France, obviously? Can you repeat the question? Say that again. So, which, which, co- which country has the m- most amount of... So, that which country that's not France Aye. has the most amount of players for, that, that were born, born France, in France? But they're playing for a different country. Yes. All right, okay. Um, oh, man. Is this a let's, trick question? Let's like, think about the countries that speak French. Probably be the help, most well, helpful way. Canada. Canada, yeah. But it's not going to be Canada. It's not going to be Canada. Be Canada. Um, think about if you were French... Right. You, were well, born, I'm, you I'm, couldn't make the first team in France, right? But your folks were born somewhere else. Well, I'm trying to think. Is it that? Uh, see, because Zidane wasn't born in Zidane France. Zidane was born in Algeria. Wasn't I know, mm. um, so but obviously Algeria are not there. Um, um, oh. That is. A, can you give us the, the first the letter of the T? Tunisia. Yeah. Okay. So Tunisia I was say have. That well. I saw <laughs> Tunisia <laughs> have ten players from wow. France that were born in France. Senegal you, is second. They have nine players born. Do you guys agree with that, Bill? I, I think it's a ridiculous rule. Yeah, well, when you think about the Declan Rice situation, he I played just, for Ireland he played in for a Ireland non-competitive international. 
and then decided to probably have a bit more fun playing for England because he'd get in. They said, well, you probably start if you play see, for I think we don't do the same. We don't do the same. You're a boy who could go out and play for Australia or Scotland. I, I'm not saying that... that I, just, I just don't like the rule. See, if you're born somewhere, that, that's where you play. Hmm. It's as simple as that. Well, maybe, about the Australian if squad. Dad, maybe, maybe if your mum and dad are maybe born in another country... Fair enough. But Jason Cummings. No, you're grand. Well, that's that. a, yeah. I agree. Some of these, you know, think about grand the Australian grand. team, right? Jason Cummings. We've got we've got a couple of guys who are 100% Serbian, a couple of guys who are 100% Scottish, and they've got maternal or grand mm. paternal mm. grandparents, and that's how they got the, the passport. And I'd like to see. Look, it's fair enough, uh, but I'd like to see. Um, players, you know, from the Australian league, being not being pushed down by these guys that we brought in four months before the World Cup, who had never been yeah, to Australia J- before, Jason, and now J- they're playing Jason for Australia. Cummins would never have been anywhere near. Wouldn't have thought about the that player. Australian squad if he wasn't playing in Australia. That's right. They would Aye. have found out if they were lucky that I he's got a granny who was born in Melbourne or whatever the story is. They would never have looked at him twice. It's actually pretty by the way, I'm no, I'm no actually going to go at Jason Cummins because I don't no. know the guy, and obviously. I I think he was actually an old bad player, you know, when he when he was playing in Scotland. Um, but um, earlier on, but he, it's crazy. To think he's taken an Adam Tag- Adam Taggart spot, who is a born and bred Perth player, came through the youth league, is good enough to be. I've at the got World a good Cup. mate, a good mate of mine. Um, he's actually a good pal, Adam Taggart. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask a question? See, if I was twenty-two and I'd <laughs> moved here when I was eighteen, my mum and dad only born in Australia, but I go through the citizenship process and I become a citizen. Can I play for Australia? Like because I'm actually actually if you haven't played for another country that's in crazy, a competitive yeah. that's yeah. just crazy do you yeah. well, well then, no, we, I don't know if that's crazy let's think out, about that's for example. can we actually find out if there are many players who have, who have come across and been naturalised as an Australian citizen brutal mate well think about um, it's not right man well refugees you know you've got great okay, players then. like Awa Marbil Thomas Deng these guys have come across as refugees right, okay but their circumstances are a bit different a bit different you've yeah. got guys that are probably you know well uh, let's think about um uh uh, Bruno Fornaroli West Australian club he played for in, in Perth Glory played for Melbourne City he's Argentinian and he's been Argentinian but he's lived in Australia for 7-8 years now gotten his Australian citizenship he was in the Australian uh, qualifying squad um, but the, all right, last question which team which which country has 1, 2, 3, 4 9 Englishmen in their uh, in their squad it's not Wales is it Wales. Is it Wales, is yeah. it? Nine of their players were born actually. in England. Doesn't surprise me. Mm. Listen, see, see if you want to play international, if you're a professional football player and you want to play international football and you know for a fact and you're just your country, if you're born in a country like England or a country who's like a superior international team they've got great top, top, top players and you know I've never got to get into this team and you just so happen to have another country you could kind of sneak into and play for them <laughs> on, on a technicality based on where your grandparents were born or whatever. You want to do it? I mean, it's, it's probably no right. I, w- I wouldn't mind that rule getting changed, but well, you do it, wing you. Especially look at Cummins. He's playing at a World Cup. Chris. Not exactly. Jason Cummins not, is playing I'm, I'm at a World Cup. That, that I would know. Of course, you would go to a World Cup. Of course, you would. But I just feel as if if you're born in the country you're born in, that's where you, that's where you play. If your mum and dad maybe were born in a different country, that means that you then have what you would call or dual citizenship, the blood, the blood, the bloodline, I suppose, whatever it may be, because. If it's really to do with your nationality because of a bit of paper uh, and it's got nothing to do with the actual heritage of your family, then 
you can play a, you can pretty much play with anybody. Well, that's right. Like it's pretty much now of Dutch or ten percent of Italian. Oh, it's the national institutes that are playing against each other, not the actual nationality of the players. You know what that's what it's become. Imagine and two years ago, I told you, Chris. Jason Cummins will play at a World Cup. Yeah. Never. But Jason Cummins? A boy, a boy that I went to school with, now, as far as I'm aware, I think he was actually born in New Zealand, but I think he moved to Scotland when he was like two, so obviously he can get citizenship. Uh, Michael McGlinchey played with Celtic, mate, mm. went to a World uh, Cup with, with New Zealand. Yep. I mean, How I, say, I, I mean, he was born there, but I mean, he'll, he'll not turn in, as far as I'm concerned, and go, aye, because I, I feel like I'm a New Zealander. Am I right, am I right in saying that Haaland... Hasn't he played at a World Cup yet? Norway didn't make the last one either, did he? No, he was too young. Right, okay. Yeah. And Jason Cummins was playing at a World Cup. Probably not. Yep. But Jason Cummins could play for, play for Man City up front. Easy. Interesting one. Let's move on. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Did that, did that win that? Uh, no, <laughs> I get a Will's question. So yeah. three, three, brilliant. I've pulled it back. Can we bring up? Uh, <laughs> well, look, we're we're now at a point where we're just about to start the third uh, games for all of the all the teams. Mm-hmm. I think Netherlands is playing Qatar uh, in the next few hours. It's you know obviously one. How are you feeling about that, Trent? Oh, I'm not concerned at all. No, the Dutch will do. You're a little bit, little bit concerned about the way they're playing, though. Uh, well, look, I've ha- I've had minimal hope for the Netherlands for many years now since well, they were in South Africa. Well, they've been on, useless. Who are the top teams that are in the tournament? Who, which teams have played their first two games and been brilliant France. convincingly? Brilliant. They've done enough. I think Brazil have been good. One no home in Switzerland. Oh, that doesn't matter. Home in Switzerland. But, I know it's because they were at the front. <laughs> I know. I think Portugal been pretty good. I mean, um, I, think, I think they wobbled a bit against Ghana, but I think, I mean, see when you actually look at it, man, Portugal have got a great chance of winning this They have a very good I didn't realise they had a good squad until you see, look at a squad and go, hi, him. Oh, mate, my God, I, They've, uh, got, they've right. got the Man City right back. They've got the Man City set at half. Oh, they've got Fernandes. Fernandes. Carvalho. They've got, oh, uh, my God, what a team. They've got Joe Felix. They've got Joe Felix. What happened to Renato Sanchez, by the way? He was supposed to be the next big Renato thing. Sanchez? Yeah. Couldn't they get a game for Claybank Boys Club? <laughs> All right. <laughs> He, uh, I think he was in the 2014 <laughs> World Cup as like an 18-year-old. He's going to be the next big, big thing. And just like, what well, where's he playing? Do you know what he's playing? Know. We'll have a look. But uh, yeah, look, that's a massive squad. I think that squad is a, is a better squad, all-round squad than the Argentinian squad. Though. I still think that. Oh, I, I actually think they made a better watch than me. I think. Look at what Ronaldo Sanchez played for one year in loan. You'll be, you'll be shocked to your core. Uh, what about uh, the Uruguayan team they played as well? Um, it's isn't it interesting seeing Luis Suarez on the bench? Mm. Ah, the you forget these guys are like thirty six. So it's you know, it's it's a shame no, that no. if you're a if you're a if you're from Uruguay, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the other word of like you know how like I'm from Scotland, Scotland, but I'm Scottish. Uruguayan. Uruguayan. There right. we go. Uruguayan. Right. You're brilliant with words, by the way. Uh, Honestly, how do you spell that? that? Go for it. You are you. G-U-A-N That's what I said, Ian So Renato Sanchez is at PSG He signed there on the 4th of August this year Right On a five-year deal Brilliant player And not in the Only the best score to PSG Do you sell a favour button And look at where he was on loan It was at Lille Before that In the second season Sanchez Yeah, I can't see Tell me the answer no, I was hoping that you were going to tell me. Surely uh, you can see it. Oh, okay. I'm pretty, so, sure, I'm pretty sure it was Yeah, Swansea. you can see it. He's gone. Yeah, Swansea Bayern Munich. And then he was on loan at Swansea for uh, four Swansea, games. Remember Swansea, then he went man, to I Lille. Remember that name? Wow. Mm. Wow. But uh, anyway, yeah, Bayern Munich, a bit of a drop from there. Which, uh, uh, 
Let's get back to the World Cup. Pack so, of the, pack of the, pack of the games. So can far. we talk about Argentina, Saudi Arabia? I know that was last week, that but bloody hell, man! I watched that. How exciting was that? Does what? that not just show you that if one of the D grade teams actually takes it to an A grade team, you, not just think? hoping for a draw, then you could pick. You can pick these guys. See, up. when I watched that game, right? I watched game. that first half, right, and I'm going. Obviously, Argentina dominated possession as you would expect, but see, any time Saudi did have the ball, they looked. No, I don't want to say dangerous, but they did look capable or something. Yeah. And, and I did generally think belief. There was belief. And I see at half time, I picked up my phone, I got into everybody's in, like you're just in numerous group chats and everybody's like, The Saudis are embarrassing, they're rotten. Oh, this is this is a hard one to watch, and I, and I was like, Maybe it's me that's ringing. I, I was actually going to pipe up and say something I thought, but it was overwhelmingly the opposite opinion. I thought I'm just going to all say it. You can't kind of wish you'd be I, like, I wish mate, I did because there you go, you came out and saying off. But you're right, but and they put your start. But see the see the see the teams like um Saudi Arabia, um Japan, all, all the teams that you're not expecting to win games. The Asian teams, they're, essentially. They're doing really, really well. It, it is more teams. of an even group they're, than I've they're, they're, seen in a long work, time. I mean Saudi Arabia's work ethic against Argentina was brilliant. So Don't good. get me wrong. I still think that Martinez's goal is a goal. I think they've they've made a mistake. I don't know if you know about that. I've seen it. I so so when they've used VAR, right, they've said that his shoulder is offside. An inch. Right, an inch. But I think they used the wrong guy to go against. Mm, I, I know, know that might sound ridiculous. I remember having a ping on it at the time, but I can't remember the left back, The Saudi Arabia left back, who I believe is their captain, I think he's either number 13 or number 3, I'm almost certain that he was actually playing him on, but they were actually using the guy next to him. Mm. They weren't looking down the line. Nine out of starting 11 for Saudi Arabia play for the same club. Isn't that, isn't that great? And that demonstrates that cohesion. Exactly. Imagine if these clubs were playing together. Uh, and that it just shows the value of, for example, what Bayern Munich in Germany I mm. think six or seven of those guys Correct. in the be- um, Barcelona with Spain Correct. right Correct. it just shows it's, n- it's not sometimes about the quality of the players but the- it- it's a team sport how was the last exactly. 10 minutes in our Argentina game with the injury team I think well that's it you know what I'm saying this world comes with massive injury team I, I love it it's more well, it's great because it's more realistic why, why is that is it actually because realistic because Kalina's yeah. gone I I'm sick so. and tired of people wasting time I believe so I. if you want to waste time we'll make it 10 minutes and what's going to happen is it'll be 10 minutes now and eventually there'll be less time wasting and you know there hasn't actually been that much time wasting can I say for anything and it'll be more reflective and it will, and it will actually be it's been a problem in refereeing for years time keeping how do we've all known it as referees you do the one minute in the first half three minutes in the second half if it's a bit longer it's two and four it's like this doesn't reflect anything it's not realistic uh, yeah. at all now if it is. anything like me and you should be noticing picking up and I don't know I certainly like because we have to watch every other week teams do it against Rangers and Celtic of course for th- the 30 minute mark especially if it's a star draw or we're doing a goal it gets ridiculous and then you come to half time like Trent says, either a minute or two minutes, doesn't matter what's happened, unless there's been like a bad injury and there's no other option, but other than that, we'll just take a generic easy option, ah, two minutes, and it gets to, it gets to the second half, or five or six subs have been made for both teams, there's been goal celebrations, and that's before you take into considera- consideration the 20 second stoppages for free kicks and stuff like that, and subs, and then, I, oh, I said the subs, I five or six subs, yep. so you're thinking, alright, six minutes here, should be six minutes, three Three minutes, and then within that three minutes, there's a bit more time wasting. A yep. bit more. Hopefully, this is the start of well, that culture being stamped well, out. If, the minimum, sorry, Kristen, oh, but sorry. the minimum I've seen on that injury time is six minutes. I've not seen any game. I've goal. seen a no, couple no. of ones. Have you? Well, for them, full time? Yeah, most I mean, I've not watched every game right enough. But yeah. um, but apparently, the EPL have come out and said that that won't happen when uh, the league starts that again. Sucks. But, but it should. Should. What's the story with Kalina? Is he like head of the referees? Yeah. 
just at the World Cup or no, actually and just generally he's had a referendum why, but why should it know him why should it know no, no I agree with you well, I don't understand the whole, the whole point is if you've got a VAR team so people in the back office they should be able to press the stopwatch and then dictate to the referee for mate seven minutes and he goes Aye. yeah cool seven minutes it's absolutely it just doesn't happen fair. Like it's 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 what's meant to be the only way you can get rid of it is actually stop the clock the way they do it in other sports just yeah. stop the clock when there's a sub I don't know why we oh. don't do that and, oh, I do the only reason we don't do it is because traditionally it's been too hard because unless you've got you can't do it with a three-man refereeing team it's do too know, hard do you know why? If you're, yeah because why why would it be too hard because if you think sub it, you stop the clock alright here's a perfect example right? Okay. I've stopped the clock right and we've gone and dealt with something and then we've gotten on with the game and I forgot to unstop the clock we've gotten to the 40th minute mark I can feel it. it's 40 minutes my clock says my, my clock says 12 minutes I'm like oh shit I don't know what the time is anymore it's happened to me before mm. but how did it date in Aussie rules uh, or exactly. they have people in, in Australian rules they in the National League they've yep. got timekeepers up in the yeah, stands we'll get them. In, get the, them in, the, in the State maybe, League maybe there's something in the State League it, it essentially gets a fixed time no, maybe, forget maybe, the maybe they say to the timekeepers um, I want you to stop the clock and then I want you to and then I want you to start that again yeah. we got an rules game. if you've got the people for see it at the to, level see mm. me go to a game in the stadium you don't know how much time's left I mean, you can look up at the quote and I would tell you, but that's not a reflection yeah, because it's, it's they, going do, up. they don't stop start like that. It's going up, exactly. Yeah. So you don't actually know how many minutes is left. It's yeah. just murder. That's, that's brutal. What? Yeah, but it, it keeps, keeps you a lot of in suspense as well. So if they have the facilities, which they do at the World Cup, they would at the, in the Premier League and the Scottish League as well, um, then they should be doing it because it's more effective and it will stamp out as it has so far, especially when you compare. You look at these clubs, normally you see the Africans, the Central Americans and the Asian teams, they will waste time forever. It's it, been it happening makes, for um, decades, right? They're makes, not doing it now. It makes the last few minutes intense and exciting and all. Yeah, makes better viewing for the yeah. last few minutes. Cause, um, uh, let's move on because we're already at the fifty-minute mark. Let's talk about some of the crackers we've seen, some of the worldies. And my one of my favourites is actually yesterday, <sighs> watching a Bubakar scoop what lob. <laughs> the Carol uh, Paborski scoop. Oh my Which god! I, Not only that, he's he's beaten the offside trap by an inch. He's one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. He's perceived the defender coming up behind him without even looking at him, faked to push the defender out of the way, essentially get him out of the way, and then he's scooped the keeper from 18 yards. Oh, you know what's the worst thing celebrate? about this? I know. He couldn't celebrate because they called him off. Uh, but I think, uh, there's some, I could be right, I think he might have tried the scoop because he thought he was offside. Yeah, 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 yeah he's going to stuff That's it. true. Yeah. I just went, ah. I never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, probably thought, well, I'm off anyway. I'll get a wee. I'm just going to see if I can pull this off. Yeah. How good! What incredible man! Probably one of the best. Big Jack but says to me in Barry actually, who we were just talking about, he says in Barry the last podcast, and I said you think you were right. He went Carl Babowski did do that scoop. He went Chris was trying to tell you he's Davos Suka. Oh, was it? I said we need to get rid of him, man. We need to get his name. I'm mm -hmm. like a billy on this podcast. I, I, I knew it was Babowski. I knew it was Babowski. I can't remember who it was against. Was it like Vala Park or something? Babowski. It was a pure famous goal for Man United signing. What about Richarlison's bicycle kick? Aye, oh, good. Did he mean good. that first touch to set it up? Or was that just no, like, no, no. Oh, he's just dealt with it. it where, exactly. Whether it was a first touch to set it up or no, brilliant goal. So his goal, the Cameroon goal, uh, I mean, Messi's goal is a beauty for outside the box. Mm, keeper. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, nah, he knows he's a good goal. He's, he's giving me the wink wink. Daisy um, Cutter. Aye, Daisy Cutter, mate. Brilliant. Um, do, you know, do you know another player, by the way, it's just came to my head to, I think, is a brilliant player? Plays by Ajax, that Mohamed Kudus. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to kid on, I know. Like, oh, I honestly, mate, they are still a favourite. He plays for Ghana, his name's Mohamed Kudus or Kudus. Unbelievable player. 
Honestly, what a player he scored two the other night. Um, but aye, there's been a few good crackers um, and uh, a few really, really good games. Um, and obviously, you well, know. Well, let's talk about the English goals. That's that first game against the Rats. I was going to say, there's not many, but then I did. I took six in the first game. What a game. Just so entertaining to see that many goals get scored by an English team. Again, obviously, we know how many English mates we've got here. We have about a chat chat with him and stuff about football. After the winning goals, man. After the winning that, I only watched the first half of that game. Then I went to bed. It was born life for me. But I woke up, watched the highlights next day, and I obviously Jack Grealish and Rashford now all just come on had a field day. But. Again, in typical English fashion, and it even it even seeps through to some of your mates. Like even they, I, I don't know if it's just the mentality of how they've had it drummed into them growing up in England, and well, they just get carried away again. I remember them going, "Oh, how good did we look and that, that?" And I'm, th- and I sat silent, but I just wanted to say, "Boys, look who you were playing against. Don't get too excited." You know, Iran's ranked twentieth in the world. I know. I don't. The rankings mean nothing to me, Trent. The rankings, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. The rankings are. Silly. Who, who's twentieth? Iran. No, I mean that that tells you in its end sense how how silly it is. If, you, if you're going to tell if anybody's going to sit with a straight face and to tell me they believe that Iran is the twentieth best footballing country in the world. And the thing is, well, the top ten are like Brazil, Germany, Spain, France, Belgium, England. I mean, look at like them, Mexico, look, Argentina, Portugal, Portugal. So, so, so for twenty twenty. Got to be like Switzerland, your Switzerland Denmark. Your Croatia, your Denmark. There's no yeah. way Iran's in that. Look, no look at the way they defended and played against England. You can't tell me they're 20th in the ranks. I mean, obviously they are, but you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Nonsense. You know, it's all nonsense. But, um, but um, I typical English fashion. I, just, oh, I look how well we played and hang me look good. And I'm thinking, I just sat at Santa's. I'm not going to get involved in this. I'll just let them go again. Well, and then you've got obviously the game that some some of us tried to stay up for when we were in Bali ridiculous England, so USA. we're in Bali at the weekend as you heard at the start of the show I, um, and we've got a few mates who chose voluntarily <laughs> on a second night out on a three day weekend long weekend on a trip with the boys to go home at the villa early and go to bed about 10 <laughs> I'll, I'll say that again on a three day weekend <laughs> in Bali with the boys guys grown men have voluntarily chose to go home at 10 o'clock and go to sleep in order to get up at three and watch England <laughs> against USA. And nobody, I'll tell you right now, nobody was more delighted than me when I woke up and found out <laughs> that it was a snooze fest and they just, they just done it all for nothing. That's exactly what it deserved. That is a pitiful, pitiful... Hats, oh. off. Hats off to Song, Song you know, who Song stayed up all night and was home all day and all night, then he got to sleep and we stayed up and watched it anyway and then got home about six and but took a photo of me sleeping on the couch. Five... So a three o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Three o'clock. The game so finishes at five. You've been out the whole night. You don't need to get absolutely mortal. You got the road. You go to bed for four or five hours. There's no way you're going for an eight or nine hour kip when you're in Bali with the no. boys. No, you, you miss the day. You get up at ten o'clock. You have a bit of breakfast. That's what song you done. Out again. That's what song you mm. done. Song you got up. Who, it was a bit worse was there anybody in particular? Who what? It done it. Who was the song? Oh, listen. Oh, who going to bed? Oh, listen. Oh, no, how many guesses do you need, Christopher? Um, Did they watch the game? Nicholas Rogers, no, he's he been <laughs> I didn't even watch it. So he goes, we finished dinners all right, but I've got to laugh at oh, fellas now. We get it. We get it. I says, he's, ah, I don't know, guys, I've got to watch England. I says, Nick, this is your first night. You just arrived today. Sack it off, who cares? Just watch highlights tomorrow. It's, nah, jumps in a taxi. See him the next day, and he tells his already he actually didn't get up. He just went to bed. He's alarm and half, and he just turned off and went to sleep anyway. So he just missed his first night out for nothing. <laughs> Unbelievable, and a few other boys oh, yes, who, 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 who you don't really know that well, Chris, who did the same, just didn't come out, went to bed early, got up and watched it. 
I've seen, I've seen videos of them all sitting with England tattoo now and I'm like, look at the Nicky Hughes, man. So, see, since the World Cup started, right, we've obviously had who we thought we were going to win and who we predict we're going to win. Has that changed for any of you guys? Cause it's I'm not changed. very excited about the Argentinian team. Is there a difference between what you just said there? Who we thought we were going to win and who we predict we're going to win? No, I meant to say then uh, who, who we would like to win. win and who we thought we were going to win. Uh, I said Germany. You said who are struggling. Germany. You thought or you I wanted? S- no, I said I'd want Croatia. That's right, you wanted Croatia, which I think they've not won it. I but that's the team I, I like. Um, they're leading the Group F at the moment. They are um, Croatia. Two, yeah, one win, one draw. You got Morocco, Belgium, and Canada. There's very little teams who have won two or two. Harder group. I know there's one. Obviously, I, would, I want Argentina to win, but I, I, I think they'll get to the quarters if they're lucky. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. Um, I didn't see their second game. They won. Uh, they beat. Thing me two 0 well, uh, but apparently they were they were awful the first half. They possibly come in and through the group in second place, right? Which probably means they're playing France, I think maybe. Aye, I I think that you know no matter no matter having a, a Messi on top of his game uh, or everybody you know singing off the same hymn tune, but I just hymn think she- that is it, is it, what did I say? Hymn tune. <sighs> What a, what a Sorry, mistake I made Thanks, thanks, cheers. Thanks, I was you assisting me in the park again. Um, but honestly, I just I just feel that they're just maybe no strong enough physically. I just feel as if when they get to uh, the latter stages against like France, or, mate, I, I actually think if they were to play Portugal at some point, uh, mate, I think Portugal win it. Quite an old team. I, I didn't realise until they played the Saudis and they were saying there's like eight uh, players and sat there and over 31 or something. When you look at a team, right, you've got Martinez, who obviously plays with Man United. But they've got the Aston Villa goalkeeper. I mean, they disrespect to these boys, right? But you're oh, the Aston goalkeeper. Martinelli, is it? Could, could no, not Martinelli. He's just like... Um, um, what's his name? Martinez. Is it the goalkeeper Martinez, is it? No idea. He used to play for Arsenal. I know who it is, but aye, I just don't know his aye. name. Aye. Shocking. We're actually having this conversation as well. We don't you know the guy. Disrespect him as well. But um, And then you look at the team and you go, these players are probably playing in you know, parts of the world that aren't as popular as maybe... Um, the France team and the Spain team and stuff like that but I'll tell you Spain looked good Spain, Spain looked really good I mean, no. by the way. how young are they midfield by the way I know but here nothing Morata's goal is a beauty I've not seen him please tell me you've seen Morata's no, goal no I've not seen him oh. was that a goal or was offside what a ball by uh, Jordi Alba but the way that he's, he's he's crossed his marker and he knows I just need to get the outside of my foot on this just to, just to direct it towards a goal just a brilliant brilliant goal um, but I, I actually think that so far France look when you've got Mbappe in your team mate especially at this age when he's in his peak and he's been there and done it I think France are, France are strong I don't think Germany will go any I don't think Germany will go far um, no. not because Japan beat them I just think know, that man. they you know but you're right once you get you into just the, never know. the knockout stages and you know players that have been there and done it and kind of you know sometimes it's easy to play against the bigger teams than it is the cannon fodder like Saudi Arabia because I guess Spain will come out and play against ah, you that's what I mean. against maybe a few games to find your rhythm by the time you get your rhythm you're in the big, the big games and who knows but I actually like the World Cup this is a World Cup that people are dying to criticise and they're, they're looking for any flaws in it because they, they, they didn't agree with where the location of the World Cup in the first place so anytime there's a 0-0 people love to just jump on and go ah terrible this World Cup's not a nightmare it's boring it's this I think well no you're just saying that because you don't like it being in Qatar and it's a bandwagon thing Yeah. I mean I'm not going to go into the politics about the, 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 the beliefs and uh, the the the, the laws and the stuff of that country and what, how they go to the World Cup because we could be here all night. But if I'm just talking to take if you a World Cup basis and forgetting where it was held, I've actually quite enjoyed watching. I there's been a couple of nil but you get it in every World Cup and there's always a few stinking games in the World Cups. But I've, the games I've watched, 
I've enjoyed more than I've known, if that makes sense. The Argentina game was brilliant, the one last night, uh, Cameroon, excellent, three each, Serbia. Um, Ghana, Ghana. And a lot of the groups are still wide open. Doesn't it? Doesn't I don't think. Well, we can quickly run through it uh, if we, if I can, uh, talk to the uh, Australia pathway. If Australia draw or win against Denmark, they'll probably come second in that Here's group all. of Group D, uh, which means they'll either be playing. Well, they will come they'll play, they'll play either Poland or Argentina. If Poland draws with Argentina in the last game, which is possible, mm-hmm. Australia will, will will probably be playing playing Poland. That's a winnable game as well for an mm. Australia. Um, mm. If they win that game, they'll be probably p- playing a Netherlands. Uh, it's pretty exciting possibilities for Australia. Think, it's not, they're not the worst teams to be progressing through if you I have the opportunity. I think they've played well. I think they've certainly handled it, handled it quite well. There's no there's no embarrassment getting beat off France the way they did. Um, but they've gave the thing is they've gave they've gave their country some goals to celebrate. Finally, they've been able to go there and, and and did you watch the interview with the guy that scored? Which one? Duke or the 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 one when they won one 0 Yeah, Duke. Yep. Ha, 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 if you've not seen it, have a look at his post match uh, interview. Mate, he's in. He's practically in tears. Mm. He, he, well, that's history. Isn't it? Tremen- that's I mean, scoring a winning goal is the guy who scored the goal. There's only a handful of Australians that have scored a goal. Yeah, that was a that was a. That I was think f- it was the first one. That was the first clean sheet Australia have kept at World Cups in 1994. I think it was. Was it still no, in 94? No, no, it wasn't. No, it must it was have been 2006, and before eight. that it was the 70s. Was it? Wow. Oh, right, okay. So it was the first but, clean but, sheet but, I've kept in God knows how many years. I remember like, but, it at the but, time. I was in know, Bali. And talking in Australia, what about Adam Moy? <laughs> <laughs> Your boy. Your boy Moy. He was, He's he actually was, doing very well. The Celtics up. He's doing very well. starting more games than I got injuries. There's no kid on anybody on here. He is. Um, I was good. Doing, I, was good at, I was good at Celtic today. Still in favour. We got him. We got him. We got him for nothing. Uh, Who's your new favourite, Christopher, for act. to win the World Cup? Is it Portugal? I actually think Portugal win it. Stephen. Mm. I think they will because they've got. I don't. I don't, I don't like how everybody's going. Oh, France, France. Who have they played so far? It's hard to say this days because a lot of the big teams are playing the smaller teams. Well, and Portugal great. have played against probably arguably one of the best African teams, and they've played against a, a, a Uruguay who are always Uruguay are always a good team. Um, and so Korea, who they will be up against in the next couple of days, and no which, mugs either. Which, if they don't, if they don't play some of the fringe players and give the players a little bit of a rest before they go into the, the next stage, it would be beyond me. Look, why would you start Ronaldo in that game? Can with, they, the, with, the, with the squad that they've got, they've got they, a phenomenal squad. He wants can they still finish second? No. Who? Portugal. I know they're through. I oh well maybe they might want to top the group. Uh, listen, uh, okay, you might then play your best team for yeah, I don't know sixty minutes, but you can't take anything for granted because no, look at the results. That, they've qualified anyway. They've qualified. They, they have qualified. You, you, you need all right. You need to look at Portugal and France, wouldn't you? Look. But I don't the believe Portugal have got around. I haven't been it. super excited about Brazil. They've got some fantastic passages of Told play. Told me Brazil, aren't they the Brazil with the 90s? I, I know, but... They've still got this... I know. Stick, even though maybe no 90s, even the early 2000s. They're not that Brazil anymore. I, I think still Brazil a good team. fly under the radar because every World Cup since we, me and you have been a boy, or we've been boys, Brazil have always been arguably the favourites. They've had Ronaldo, they've had Ronaldinho, they've had Robinho. Two or three no, World Cups. You know what I mean? But like, all the World Cups that me and you have watched, no, no. Ni- 98 they were the favourites. 2002 they were the favourites. I think mm. they won it in 2002. They did. 2006. Oh, I don't know. They obviously they, they, never won it. They, they went about a 10 or 15 year period where they were pretty much the favourites. I think that's what I'm saying. I think that's But I think that actually helps them. Because there's always been pressure in Brazil to win World Cup, win World Cup, win World Cup. They've not got any superstars really in their team, but they've got a team I think that. Oh, Neymar's that, in there, aren't they? But 
Okay, I know. But name out, is that right? Well, he's, 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 he's no, I, I think he's just yeah, under his ankles. Oh, his ankles yeah, are a balloon, man. But, but um, I don't think he'll be back. Just while we're on, you know, talk about goals. Um, because I was obviously saying to you boys, affair, um, regarding um, the Ronaldo goal. Aye, and obviously, I think it's a good, a good uh, chat to have because obviously. Um, it, looked, it, it looked. Okay. It, what, it, the header? It, it, it looked like in real time that um, it was a it was a Ronaldo goal. Um, it looked like he did celebrate it as if it was his goal, mm. uh, and, and that might not be the case. That's fine. But I, I seen this on um, the internet today. I just came across it, mm. and I've, I've I've picked it up the new mm. once again. If I'm reading an absolute fake uh, article, then that's fine. But this is an article by uh, Five Thirty Eight. No, no, mm. it's quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, forward you know, to listen to this. No, no, and I actually hope that, that that I'm right, and I'm hoping that you don't know because I think it's really good information, right? So the World Cup's new high tech ball will change football forever. They've got a chip in them. Yeah. No, I'm now looking at your face and thinking, "Am I going to embarrass myself here?" No, no, get on. No. Am I going to embarrass myself? It's amazing well, the clamour this guy has got to the world, man. Even something as this has no, no, got a whole world talk. Not Ronaldo, by the way. This, <laughs> this could have happened to Messi. It could have happened to I anybody. Know, okay, like I this. <clears throat> so apparently <clears throat> there is a mechanism in the new ball that it, I'm trying to obviously don't want to read it all, but it gives like 500. Um, um, data intelligent points. data points yeah, per it's second. like a Garmin watch in so, a ball so, so this information goes back to um, the whatever the, the data is going to be yeah. um, and I don't know the real idea of it but they can tell with the pressure of the ball they can tell a slight touch they can tell if the balls went out of play if the full balls went over a line just so many different things and that's why they're saying that they know that Ronaldo never scored because when the ball brushed by his face the connection wasn't made it didn't make a, a, a whatever it didn't sort change of the rotation it didn't no 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 it never changed a let's say for example there's a graphic and I can let's say when I punch you it gives me a hundred percent and if I hit you and it gives and I hit you harder it gives me two hundred well there was a I'm really just using numbers here to try and... Yeah, um, it's like a snicker made in a cricket. Bit, it's a bit like a, a, sensor, a sensor in the ball that allows someone to know that that ball had connected with him in somewhat, and that's how they were able to determine. Even so if it grazed his hair. But, but that's what I'm saying. Even if it did graze his hair, even if it did graze his forehead, and like I've said to you all fair that um, he will be the only person to know, but that's I'm just giving you a reason as to why they have determined that they know it's not his Oh, well, let, let's be honest. But he's the only man on earth that knows if that touches his head or not, but see me going social media. No, no, no. Because yeah, it's Ronaldo, it's like, I, oh, I never scored. <sighs> but I'm saying that, mate, purely on the basis that when I heard it today, I thought, oh, that's but if it's if it's true, then um, it's actually quite an interesting thing. Because but you see, it, it kind of see if that happens, and this is that, that type of goal has happened a million times. It's a cross. You think did he get a touch that? Yeah. And, and, and and honestly, here, how many times have we saw that go over the years? Premier League Championship, SPL, whatever, so right? How many times does the striker just get benefited out? No, 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 you're right. No, 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 no. But again, uh, because but it's Ronaldo. It's so I don't know if he touched that. I don't know if he touched that. If you were to make your mind up, like you, aye. Do you think he touched it? But the only reason I'm saying I is because right. it's based on purely his response. Okay. He didn't even hesitate to say it. He went mental. 
Aye, of course. Whereas he didn't kind of look about sheepishly and think, oh, well, did that? Like, like Aye, he never he went mental. For Fernandes but and go, well done. there's no way you're looking at the still photos that we've all seen online and going, oh, he didn't touch it because you could take a fraction just before, a fraction after and make a still and uh, the angle and stuff. You'll never be able to tell. Uh, the only man that knows if it touched yeah. it is him. And I'm only going to give him the benefit of the doubt away with any other striker and purely based on his celebration. But there's no other player in world football that would get this attention ah, on this well, because it's, it's purely because it's him again of course it is I people mean, love to try and bring him down no, of course uh, no I'm no, just, no you're I'm no just, I'm just I'm, saying I'm, I'm delighted mate I, I, I love the guy fun question mm-hmm. which player has been your favourite player so far Might not, and I'm not talking the big names has some random player stood out and you're going jeez he's been good to watch um, the boy that I mentioned earlier on Kudus uh, Mohamed Kudus Mohamed, mate, honestly by the way what a player he is man honestly mate he is a phenomenal player I like that boy at Belgium that you mentioned earlier on Omana Onana yep uh, and I'll just give you another one uh, Days in Maeda ran Germany <laughs> you should have scored I've but, really uh, enjoyed watching <laughs> he played that well he's a sub in next game I've, wa- I've enjoyed watching Eric Chupamoting from uh, Cameroon Cameroon I'm just going to say I know him about a minute player He's, uh, oh my god. And who, German born, by the way. Who was the guy that came on for Cameroon as a sub? Abubakar. He was outstanding yeah. when he came on. Outstanding, man. He ran, he ran them ragged the Serbs. But uh, also, I'll never get a guy's name. Um, but I think the the Saudi centre half, when when I defend against Argentina. I, what was that all about? I don't know his name. Oh, right, for okay. obvious reasons. Was it, was it Argentina against Saudi? What was our big upset in the World Cup? Saudi Argentina and who else? No, I think that was it. I think it was Saudi. There was, there was no, uh, I, I remember there was watching, a like everybody else, we watching when underdogs. A couple of exciting players. When there the underdogs find themselves yeah. in a situation like that, and that was a historic result on a par, I'd say, with Senegal beating France almost in 2002. Yeah. You almost kick every ball with the last 20 minutes, and you're like, hang on, hang yeah. on for this. Like, everybody loves an underdog, underdog story. Yeah. And so. When Argentina was just throwing ball after ball into the box, this, but even the timing of his tackles now were excellent. So, but I'll never obviously know his name. But him in the Cameroon player that came on as a sub were excellent. But other than that, I've no watched. I've only watched probably sixty percent of the games because you know what times are on here in Australia. It's course, crazy times, midnight and three who, in the morning and stuff. Who's so. let you down? Uh, who's been disappointing? <sighs> I, jeez, oh, it's hard to say. Hazard. Yeah, I mean, Belgium for me, it's one, less yeah. about whether they win or not. It's more about whether they've been entertaining. Mm. And I've, I've probably struggled with, I've struggled with the Netherlands. I've struggled yeah, I think with, they have. yep. they've bored me. Uh, who else have I struggled with? Belgium. They've been quite boring to watch. Yeah, I watched. I didn't see the second Croatia game with a one for one, but I watched the first one, and uh, Modric was a bit. Uh, mm. Here on Croatia, just do my favour. This isn't a proving me right or proving you wrong thing I just want you to determine is this the goal you're talking about can you just what I've got my phone no well is it just the goal because I've no cherry picked it because if it's if it's a different goal that it's a different one is it right, okay, well that's the goal that I was talking about ah, right. Chris while he's looking at this video ah, I'm going to ask you a question All right. I remember that as well that, so that, that's the goal I was talking goal, about which, which African team do you think will go the furthest I'm going to give you the list just to remind you Senegal nope Tunisia nope Morocco, maybe Cameroon, maybe. Ghana. I think I think out of them all, uh, Ghana. Okay, Ghana's in Portugal's group, so they have yep. to yep. do well. well they, give, they, they did give Portugal a good game against Uruguay. They did give them a good game. At least get a draw. Okay, what about Asian teams? South Korea, Japan, Japan. You've already made the call. Iran, Saudi Arabia, no, nope, nope, Japan, Australia. I think, I think Japan. I've got Japan's a better chance. Yep. That's so the Japan are in the group with Spain, Costa Rica, and Germany. Do you think Germany 
Well, there's another one. Do you think they are out? Now that you've said that, I'm probably thinking maybe Australia now. Um, no, look, I'm going to stick by my guns. Um, the thing is, but Spain are going to beat Japan, aren't they? Let's be honest. You'd expect to, or at least draw with them. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to beat Japan. They're going to walk all over Japan. Uh, and Germany, you'd like to think, will will beat um, Costa Rica. Costa Rica, you'll think though. So probably, probably will be J- J- Germany. Yeah, Republic. You're on Let's see. Stephen, I'll ask you the same questions. Your favourite team, your, your team you think will go the furthest, the African and mate, team. That is a scoop. I remember that goal. Mm. Mate, honestly. Sorry, Trent, what are you The African team you think will go the furthest, Senegal, Ghana, Cameroon, Morocco, Tunisia. Um, see, depend, I can't remember who's on the groups. So, but Ga- Ghana's with Portugal, Cameroon's with Brazil, Switzerland. Who else is in Portugal's group? Because I'm leaning towards Ghana. Korea, Uruguay. Yeah, I would go with Ghana. Hmm. Yeah, I, they've been probably. I think Cameroon's been the most exciting, but Ghana's probably shown the big, most. Big crunch game, coming up with Ghana and Uruguay. Remember what happened in uh, was it 2010 right, World Cup? Great, was it? Up by great game to watch. Suarez handballed oh, it. That will be yeah. save the ball on the line. Could see the penalty and Asamoah Gyan put it at the bar, <laughs> and then Uruguay going to win penalties. I think they did. Didn't Talking it? about uh, countries of origin, remember Ghana and Germany, the Boateng brothers, correct? Boateng played against correct. each other. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So that wouldn't happen just in your system, Chris. The Germans certainly not. Were a bit of rival with the Dutch, aren't they? It goes back a good. Yeah, it goes back generations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember there was a quite a dirty game in a particular World Cup. I don't know if I was born for it, but I remember seeing highlights and. Was that? I remember um, seeing Rudy Voller spitting on. Um, right. Rudy Remember right. that? Yep. So um, I is, um you being obviously Dutch yourself, you refused to talk to German birds in Bali, remember? I was trying to get you in with a cut one. Run as far as I Aye. can, mate. Called them Nazis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Didn't do that. <laughs> nah, I'm only wrong. Uh, but that's it. Uh, what, what, what games are on tonight? What games are on later? We've got Netherlands versus, uh, against Qatar, which will be a riveter. Uh, what time is that on at 11 o'clock? Uh, yeah, 11 o'clock Australia time. So Brutal. that was, right. what, 5? 5, 4 o'clock? That's uh, a shame. We've got three more weeks until... You've Ronaldo lifts a World Cup and then possibly Michael Senegal, Be- Ecuador Michael Beale show well. starts in Scotland Sen- Sen- Senegal, Ecuador the worst, the worst weekend of my life uh, and then we're, we're looking at Iran, USA come on, USA yeah uh, Wales, England <sighs> when it was surprised it was a draw mm. France, Tunisia France France, Australia, Denmark what do you think? can they get draw. a draw? draw probably is going to be a draw because Denmark are looking to they're not so looking very exciting, are it's, they? It's just, it's the, they've it's not the got anybody yeah. who can get you off your seat. Mm. Uh, and if they have, Haven't heard no of doubt, Postacoglu will sign them. Poland, Argentina? Nah, Argentina. Here's hoping. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Mexico? Draw. A draw. Croatia, yeah. Belgium? Croatia. Croatia. Canada, Morocco? Morocco. Yeah. J- Japan, Spain? Spain. Spain, aye. Costa Rica, Germany? Germany, easy. Have they been the worst, Costa Rica? Then they won one. No one was weird. Yeah, I've, I've also got Costa Rica and one of the sweeps, so I'm still on that. That goal. Who's I been mean, the why, worst? Hold on. Why? Why is he? Listen, can we just talk about something for two seconds? Why is he not sending that ball along? That, that set half. What goal? The Japan. Uh, the the Costa Rica. Oh, goal. I seen a high. Mate, defending's a disgrace. He, he's trying to pass Where the ball. He's defensive midfielder. Who are the guy for eighteen yards? Where the goal came? <sighs> But, but listen Oh no I know the defending's bad I'm mate, just saying the, the goalkeeper's poor enough Mate send that ball He's under He's under no pressure He's in control of the game And that's what I think's happened See because they've actually Coasted up until that point 
He's probably just thought to himself, I'll just dink it to the guy. He'll control it and we'll back Send the ball, man. Mm. Four more games to go. Korea, Portugal. Korea. Portugal. <sighs> Ghana, Uruguay. Ghana. Ghana. Serbia, Switzerland. And this is a bit of a grudge match. This uh, oh, grudge match, tell me why. Well, there's a lot of Serbians in Switzerland. Draw for me. I'm not sure that... You got a... You know, it's one of those ones... Are you the soft spot for a... Well, of course, they've got a lot of uh, Swiss family heritage these days, but okay. I wouldn't call it a grudge match, just an interesting <laughs> one where... Serbia should, I think... They're a better team, I think. I think, I think they're a, aye, they are a better team. Cameroon, Brazil. 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 There we go. Boys, what are we doing for the... How many, how many of these games are you going to watch? Um, well, the, the six o'clock kickoffs are all done now for us in Australia. Yeah, yeah. for us. So, uh, I, I, up early and watch a full I even think yeah. the nine o'clock kickoffs are done now, is yeah, that right? It's, think, just, it's, it's just 11 and 3 in the morning now. So, nah, I'll barely see it anyway. Unless it's weekends. It will be. It will also be games like if it's a... Uh, last full replay. Or a quarter Full final. replay. Wait, get up, no, no, the result. No, but you get straight. You get up straight yeah. on the SBS, SBS on demand app. Yeah, app at six a.m. Yeah, watch the full replay, and there's no spoilers. And I'm not and sure there's any game enough. exciting enough. It would make me want to do that. Plus, I always go to the gym in the morning, and it's a rush when I come in for the gym. I go to work. You know what stuff. it's like. You get a notification. In fact, aye, aye, aye. if you've got Twitter, have you got Twitter? Obviously, you've got Just Twitter. Just don't read that shit. No, but you get a notification up that will tell you. I suppose you can turn the notifications off. I've not got it. But I'm the kind of guy. You're that a 12 year old. When you're watching a game, you want to win the players on. So I, I'm using the wrong words tonight, aren't I? Yeah, probably. I, I'm having a nightmare. Um, before we go, uh, obviously, um, we've got a few more pods, hopefully, that we're going to do before I'm. Hopefully a couple of exciting guests coming on. Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully we've got we've got a few that have, that got have lined up. Yep. Got a few in the pipeline. Um obviously we really appreciate everybody who listens to the show. You can get in contact with us obviously at the Chris and Stevie show gmail.com. Um you can contact us on Twitter as well. And um, you know, we really appreciate everybody listening. I know it can be hard to listen to Stevie. Uh, I need to listen to him constantly. You're <laughs> obviously the, the the star of the show, Trent. And um, aye, boys, I guess but another. Who's up with the food next? Is it you? Yeah, Christopher's got food. Right, 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 right at the couple of right. I'll, I'll bring sandwiches. And by the way, this is the last one before he goes back to Scotland, so we'll rinse them this time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you um, coming around to the gaff? Yeah, I'll be. I'm just waiting on invite. When are you inviting? Just waiting on invite, Christopher. When are you available? I'm available. Always available for you. Anytime. Right now, let's go. Let's do it. See you later. See you later, bud.